consider this, consider this, hella hype, you don't wanna miss, it's radio, but it's with a twist, bring the heat and forever lit, interviews and plenty more, misunderstood is the host, hot topics and good, got to join the conversation, now it's time to roll, yeah, consider this, consider this, I already know you're gonna like it, it got everybody excited, you know everybody's invited, nah, you can't deny, it's the best you're gonna find, play it when in your home, now they in the zone, get the stress up off your mind, yeah, yeah, you know what it is, top up on my list, gotta stay up in the know, so I jam, consider this, yeah, yeah, wanna be a star, listen to the best, time to get considered this, don't settle for nothing less, Hey, tune in when I'm cruising, at work or I'm in the gym, weekday to the weekend, tell your grandmama, tell your friend, take it to the next level, yeah, cause I think you should, tune in to consider this, hosted by Misunderstood, Hey, good people. I am your girl, Misunderstood, and you are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. I have a very, very special show for you today with a very special guest. Um, We're just going to start off with author. Through the interview, she's going to have a couple of more titles, but right now I have author Dawn West. How are you doing? I am awesome and pleased to be on the show with you today. How are you? I'm doing well. It's so it's so much to talk about. So we're going to try to make this work right here. <laughs> now, um, originally, you are a Baltimore native. Um, yeah. So one thing I want to get into before we get into the actual book, how do you feel about the temperament with the crime right now in Baltimore? Being a native that um, I'm assuming you go back and forth, but right now you're out in the, in Atlanta. But how do you yeah. feel about everything that's going on? Ooh, we're going to be a whole nother show to talk about that yes. um, right now um honestly like sometimes I, i'm i'm almost embarrassed to tell people where i'm from you know i'm like oh, i'm from maryland i mean it's just so disheartening um I, I can't even understand i know they say sometimes it's the sign of the times but god you know it's just getting really bad and um if somebody has to do something um i know you know it's a lot of activists in baltimore that you know try to take you to the streets and, and educate on, you know, the crime and the killing, but um, it's just really difficult. Right. And it doesn't seem like, um, as of now, those direct connections are working, per se, which is very, um, it's very disheartening. I mean, even even in D.C., I mean, we, we still have our challenges, but it just seems like a lot of it is inflated now. And yes. it's just, um, like I said, just disheartening that everything is going on. So that brings me to one of my first questions. Um, living in the inner city, is that how you were able to escape the city by writing? Um, well, I, no, I initially grew up in um, Baltimore County in Catonsville. Okay. Um, as I became a teen, I, I moved into the city and it was definitely a drastic change. I actually had to literally adapt. And yes, um, writing was my escape. I was very, um, I was a very self-minded little girl. So um, I would write about any and everything, but I would create my own reality in my writing. Okay. And did your parents, um, did your parents support your imagination? Um, my mom, she just always thought that it was cute and, and, and it was funny. I actually, my imagination actually ended up naming my, my younger sister. I have one sibling and um, her name is Danielle. I had an imaginary friend as well um, named Danielle for quite some time. And when my mom gave birth to my sister, 
she let me name her Danielle. So there went my imaginary friend. I ended up having a real first best friend. <laughs> right, right. So that's that's really dope when um parents can support what kids do, even if it seems unorthodox sometimes because a lot of right. times, you know, depending on how old the parent is over you, sometimes the older parents don't necessarily get you. And then right. sometimes the younger parents are growing themselves, so that can become a whole nother challenge too. So that's really good that you actually had some support. Um, as most women, we do a thousand different things. So what other titles do you hold? Um, aside from uh, my writing and I'm being an author, I'm a sex and relationship coach as well. Um, that's what my focus is on now. I've been an event coordinator for quite some time, amongst uh, other things in my, my previous life when I was still in corporate America. Yeah. But um, my sex and relationship coaching is what I'm my main focus is now. I do a lot of events, a lot of them are geared towards women, um, talking with them about just different struggles in relationships, different um, issues that, you know, each woman has different issues or, or some women just have, hey, you know, can you help me out? I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. So my events for women, the one, the one-on-one one with women, they get like they get low down and dirty yeah so we're gonna dibble and dabble in that just a little bit um right now i know you have a new book now this new book is out of your series correct um erotic encounters of a um use for mine yes uh uh-huh um the new one is harmony Uh and harmony is a little different from the first book which is um all short stories okay and although each short story is based around the same person, the same character. Um, it gives you a different setting. Mm. So it makes you feel like it's different people almost. There's, there's a bunch of different sets of pages with various people. Whereas though in Harmony, this one is a little different um, and different change of pace um, for the readers because it's pretty much one character, but it's following her day-to-day. So it's one storyline. But it has a lot of breakaways where she goes back and thinks about various expectations that she has. So it still gives you that short story feel, but it's a continuation story. Okay. So when we come back, um, I do want to get just a little bit more information about Harmony. Now, of course, we want everybody to go out, okay, and read it. But um, if we could just get a little backdrop on that character when we come back, um, that'd be great. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right, so we'll be right back right after this. Hey, this is Rona, and you're tuned in to Misunderstood on Consider This. Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live every Sunday at noon on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nikia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? All right, guys, we are back. If you have been under a rock, then you don't know that we have author Don West of the Erotic Encounters of a Lustful Mind. She has a series out and right now we're talking about the book Harmony. So who is Harmony? Harmony is a, um, Caramel-complected, 
long-legged Blasian girl mm. who is currently a reality TV star. And um, the show, the, the book is, 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 you know, showcasing her life and, and her, what she does in her day-to-day with and how she basically copes with being a reality star, you know, how it affects her life. Um, and, and her sex appeals again, you know, the men she meets. And things like that. So, Hami is, is definitely uh, a force to be reckoned with. She's something else. And um, also, there's the, the, the book, um, when you read it, you, you'll end up realizing there is a part two to Hami that okay. will be out by the end of the year as well. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't put it all, I couldn't put it all in one book. Right. So, I had to cut it off. And everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so mad. What happens next? You got to read the next book when it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into um, erotic writing? Like, how did you choose that? Okay. Tell you a story. Um, I, because, again, I've always been a writer. Um, I had friends who I might have wrote school papers for. Okay. And then I had friends who I might have written letters for, for their boyfriends. And for some reason, I just started liking it. The more rapey letters that I wrote, the more into it I got. And I started putting it into my writing. I started writing a bunch of short stories. And it just became my niche, for lack of better words. And I liked it, um, you know, a lot more than my my other writing. So I I decided that what I would do was take a um, compilation of all of my short stories, well not all of them, some of my short stories and put them into my first book which was the you know the start of the erotic encounter um, theory and everybody loved it so it was a good call. I, I, like I said I write so much other stuff but this, this is the direction that I was led to go in mm-hmm. and so that, that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna stay right there with it. Until I finally get the energy to finish my real life story, which is the hardest thing to write. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the erotica, um, it's just, like I said, and that started when I was a teenager, you know, in my later teen years. But the more I would write, I was like, this. And, you know, I started, the older I got, I, I started implementing um, real life things with my imagination and the stories just kind of intertwine and they work now one thing that I hate that people do is when a woman is hold on I gotta start over (laughs) girl I'm dying excuse me I'll put a commercial right there okay (laughs) alright guys and we're back Um, one thing Dawn that I find really disheartening is when a woman is in control over her sexuality, she's held um, in the light of a hoe, a thought. Um, You know, Amber Rose and Black China get so much flack for not giving a damn and um, switching up boyfriends every week. How do you feel about that with someone that um, one of your focuses is, to me, is women empowerment? But how do you feel about that when someone um, finds out that this is the things that you write that may not know you? Well, I, I definitely, um, <laughs> I get people, I get a lot of that. So, you know, I have some people that will be like, oh, so you're a freak freak. Um, first of all, no, I'm just a woman that's very aware 
of herself and, and sexuality. And even in the process on my um, first book, I talked about that because it's it's a thing where you, you get labeled, like you say, you know, you know, people will place a stigma on you because, oh, she's a fucking No, she just felt like she wanted the dick tonight and that's what she asked you for. Right. And that doesn't make her a slut or freak. She just knew what she wanted. That doesn't mean that she's always promiscuous. with that also doesn't mean that she doesn't, you know, do things carefully and, and isn't safe about things. But, you know, it's just a new millennium and, and sometimes the relationship thing doesn't work for everybody or sometimes you might be in a plain relationship or you might just be testing the water to see what relationship you want to step into so there's absolutely nothing wrong with knowing what you want and going after it right I think as long as you are <clears throat> like clear with your intentions, I think it's uh, do what you want to do like I always think people should just do whatever makes them happy and keep it moving because I think uh, and that's with men and women when the intentions aren't clear I think that that's when you have people coming to slit your tires and do all of these different things because you weren't very clear with what it was that you were trying to do so I don't see anything wrong with it like I said to each his own um have fun life is short and it's difficult um so I think you need to do whatever makes you happy and if that means you're jumping from to and from, that's what it means. Because technically, you are single until you are married. So, I don't know why people um, get all bottled up on all of these titles. With people the, can't wrap um, their brain around that part. Huh? I don't know why people can't wrap their brain around that. Like you said, until you are married, you are single. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um... that's the truth like you don't put a boyfriend on the application your boyfriend doesn't necessarily go on your will either like or your life insurance i mean or on your health insurance so i think that's why you got to be very careful when you are committing to something because the question is what am i committing to (laughs) like um like what are you committing to so until then i am free to do what i want and i think that that's why a lot of people feel some kind of way um when you know they see that or like you got megan the stallion cash doll uh the city girls um all of these people are referencing this is what you're about to do to me i'm i you know i may not even do anything with you but this is what you're going to do to me men been doing it for years and we really got to get out of that stigma of this is uh women can only do this or women can only do that absolutely now i definitely want to talk about um your now how did you because i call it a sexologist now what did you call the name of your classes again well um it, I, I do counseling i do different different forms of counseling so um just, just for instance this past saturday um i moderated an event that was married couples as well as singles and it was a conversation it was open conversation where each person was able to write a question down and I I tend to open a lot of my events with that but each person was able to write a question and put it in a bowl and then it was myself and a male moderator and we would pull the questions and you know just go and and give our insight on them and then allow people also to you know to speak on what they thought of the topics okay but um my my events for women i call them girls night in oh wait wait don't give it away just yet 
We're going to talk about oh, okay. that when we come back. We'll come back okay, right sorry. after this. Um, give everybody your social media information. Okay, my, my main social media, um, my Instagram, I'm way more excellent Instagram. It is I am underscore sunshine. Sunshine is spelled with a Y, not an I. So that's I A M underscore S U N S H Y N E. And on um, Facebook, I am um, pretty wet. Okay. So we'll, we'll be back right after this, and we want to talk about this sexual therapy, okay? And all of the rest of your events. We'll be right back right after this. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free, it's confidential, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. Yo, this is Izzo, and you're now tuned in with Consider This. All right, guys, we are back, and we're about to talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. We got Dawn West here. Um, We've been covering her erotic series that she has. Um, So we just finished talking about Harmony. Now I want to talk about the sexual therapy. Um, Many people don't believe that they need it. But I do, um, we was talking offline and I do agree like how you said sometimes people just need a little bit of coaching. So right. when people come see Dawn, what can they expect through an individual therapy section, section, excuse me, and a group session? Because you do both. So what can they expect yeah. between the two? For individual, individual coaching is for a person who is having some serious relationship issues and it's something that they want to talk about in confidence. And, you know, we talk for hours, however many hours you need in terms of booking, you know, your coaching session. And um, a lot of times it's, it's a, a lot of venting. Sometimes it's more advisory where I'm giving more advice than listening. And sometimes it's a how-to. Listen, I'm having problems because I can't make my man come off of giving him head. Like, it could be something as sim- simple as that. And I love when I get emails and text messages or DMs back from clients saying, hey, girl, let me tell you, oh, my God, I did what you said, and he loved it. Oh, I made him come for the first time. So, you know, I'm like a proud mom. I'm patting myself on the back, patting her on the back, like, yes, girl, I told you you could do it. But I actually do have some men that, that want to talk to me, too. You know, hey, you know, our sex isn't the same after we just had a baby. All types of things. You absolutely will be surprised how many different issues come up in relationships. And people don't realize that sometimes talking to someone else, you know, could be the thing to help your relationship and catapult it back, and, you know, to where you guys started. Um, so that's, that's just the one-on-ones. And then with the group, I do regular events that I call Girls Night Events. And each one of them is themed. The last one um, I did, there's another one that'll be coming up. I did them sort of quarterly. So I did one pre-Valentine's Day, and that was a lingerie edition. Because sometimes women forget to get sexy for their men, mm-hmm. especially when they're in a long-term relationship. You know, complacency comes into play. And, and it's kind of like, oh, I'm walking around in this big T-shirt or whatever I got on my hair is in this bonnet, and it's what you're going to get. So, you know, I purposely did the lingerie theme 
you know, to remind the women that sometimes we have to get dolled up and get pretty and be standing in the kitchen making his dinner and, you know, some high heels and thongs when he comes in and, and take him aback for a second. But, um, again, it's always still, we have fun. And I, I loosen the room up because it, it's a group setting and it's women that don't necessarily all know each other. I start with a game. I always have an icebreaker game that's going to cause constitution to have to take shots. So I get everybody nice and comfortable, and then we go into the topics of the night. And then I take the, you know, the questions of concerns from people that are having, you know, separate issues. And, and you know, we fellowship as women. Some, you know, people cry. We have a, a great time, but it's also very therapeutic at the same time. So they're very effective. Hmm. So what are the what what is the most well? Which is the topic that you get the most questions about? And then, like, what's what's the frequent topic for men? From women, the the most frequent topic is uh, a lot of women, you know, talk about. Well, you know, when I started, I, and this, this to me is things that you wouldn't sometimes think of on yourself. You know, you have women who are you know not not necessarily like dress risque but a lot of men seek out women because of how they look physically mm. how they dress all those are the things that draw the man to them but once they get into this relationship they want them to change mm-hmm. so that becomes a huge topic like he wants me to change so what am I supposed to do I can't be myself um or vice versa with the man, but, you know, not change in terms of dress. But I get that a lot with the man. You know, the thing that drew him to you is, is now the thing that he detects. You know, wait a minute now, your shirt, you know, that being that shirt, like, you know, now you want me to walk around here looking like a woman, but this is the thing that made you mad at me. This, this is how you met me, you know? And I feel like this, as long as it's not too much, too over the top, don't, don't take away my sexuality because I still am a woman, first and foremost, and I still... Yes, I want to look good for my man, but I, I have to feel good and look good for myself, first and foremost. Right. I need, you know, to, to be comfortable with myself. And you dressing me up like a Mormon doesn't mean a man ain't going to look. Right. Because a lot of that comes, you know, with insecurity. So, you know, that's the same thing that turns your head. So now you don't want nobody else to turn their head. Uh-huh. Although now we'll pull you up in a burlap sack and not care. <laughs> right. Now we'll... Have any of the men ever said why they want their women to change maybe in a couple's sexual therapy session? Yeah, just, just, just like what I just said. They know that that's the thing that, you know, turn their heads. They don't want another man ogling their woman. They feel like, well, I feel like if she's not out with me, and then that's another thing. There's always variables. If we're out together, it's cool. But, I mean, if he's going out with her friends or just out by herself... You don't need to look up. Why? <laughs> so, again, you know, it, it depends. It, it comes with, you know, a, a certain lack of self-confidence in a man. I feel like the woman can't step out of the house and still respect her oath to you because she has on uh, a bodycon dress. Right. What are some of your, um, could you possibly name three myths for um, sec- an, a sexual experience? So, something that we may think like bigger is better myths like that do you have three myths that you can give us um that oh okay well first of all the whole 
white men and black men myth, that, that's absolutely a myth. <laughs> <laughs> because I've, I've, I've run across some black men who look like they were still um, pre-adolescents. <laughs> and I saw a few white men who were actually pretty well endowed. Um, <laughs> that's one myth. Another myth is you seem to think that women after childbirth are loose. That is absolutely a myth. I mean, especially speaking from a personal perspective, like, you can't tell that birth three kids. Like, oh, you're going to, you know, I'm going I'm to give you virgin Mary each and every time. My walls are in order, and especially if you're in touch with the cable muscles, you got to keep them together. That's, that's absolutely another myth. Um, let me see. What is another one? Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to say, but I'm laughing because it, it, it comes with, it, it might not be such a myth. It comes with, a, it's like a dual-edged sword. I was going to say the church girl thing, you know, they say church girls are, are frisky. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that it is, a, it definitely, it depends, it won't depend on the church girl, to be honest, but some of them are, are very frigid. And then you have some, especially like if you were maybe like a, a preacher's child, that are a lot more frisky. And usually that's because of the, the parameters that are set for them. Like, you know, when you when you tell a child they can't do something, they're going to do it and do it times 10. You know how that goes. Right. So I think that myth might hold true for perhaps something like that. But I, I'm not necessarily sold on the whole church of being super preacher. And that's what are you a like. preacher kid? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a preacher's niece. Okay. Close enough. And I, and I, and I, listen, I was, I had, listen, I was in church almost seven days a week, girl. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am speaking that is, from experience. That is why I giggled. That's why I giggled a little bit before I started. Yeah, honey, let me tell you, my uncle didn't want us to wear a pants to school or anything. I would put on my Jordache underneath my pleated skirt, put some leg warmers over that thing, and as soon as we got to the school, that skirt was in my locker. Now, what do you think about, um, do you believe that sex is different um, depending on how you feel about the partner? Oh, absolutely. Now, do you think it's only, um, do you think sex is only driven emotionally via women or men? I think it goes both ways because you'll see difference, especially even if it's something where those situations are a little newer versus when you guys are a little more comfortable with each other, a little more invested. But, um, and, and for me, that's why, and I think, and I tell people all that, I'm at an age now where I don't have any settle in me at all. Well, you know, he's a good paper, you know, he has a good salary, he's handsome, he treats me good, but the sex ain't all that. Like, I, I'm not, can't do that. I'm not at a place in life where I can do that. And there was a time where I would have. Where I am now, I'm way too old, <laughs> and every moment counts, honey. But, like, for you to get the best of me, I have to really be into you. You know, I have to be very physically attracted to you, and you have to be pressing all my buttons. So if if then coachable. Now you you might get a little bit of a chance if you're coachable, but you have some men who lack and are not coachable because in their mind they think they really land their front down. Right. So for me, I definitely think like you know chemistry and and all that plays and emotion plays a, a big role in sex. But no, nah, if it's not if it's not 
if I have sex with him, good. Like, we, we can't. Oh, you basing it off the sex I am. Yeah, don't judge me. Yes, <laughs> but I believe that sex and money is what breaks up a relationship. Um, and, and, and it is marriages. I think um, people always uh, get on me about believing that, but it's like if the sex is whack, you're either liable to cheat or this isn't going to last. Like one or two Absolutely. things is going to happen. So Absolutely. you definitely have to be on board with that. But the funny thing is about the coaching, right? So, I'm goofy as hell. Most people don't get to see that side of me. But I don't even know if I will be able to coach them. So, like, I guess you got to send me the bill for this little session right here. What um, <laughs> what do you say to coach? You don't coach him while he in there, do you? Oh, when I, when I say coach, yeah. When I say coach, you got to do it in a way that they don't think you're trying to tell them what to do. But more so, uh, sometimes you have to lead or take the initiative, you switch the position or, you know, if he catches his right rhythm, you know, give him the encouragement, listen, oh, stay right there, do like that. Or, um, I mean, there's honestly been a time where I had to play out, listen, don't use your teeth. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it definitely works so better else. for their ego if you don't, like, you know, seem like you're trying to tell them what to do. You absolutely can't just tell them Oh, listen, I need you to do this. This is what's going to get me off. Because that's, that's nine out of ten is not going to work. Now, again, some men will, you know, understand that each woman's body is different. And that's another thing that, you know, I've actually had to say, you know, to an ex of mine. I'm not sure exactly what worked for you and Kiki, but <laughs> that's not going to work for me. And, you know, this is what I need you to do for me. If you need to get me where I'm going to get to and, and if you're going to get my best me. Because I can't be my best if, if you are slacking. Right. Now, if you if you, if you you come and you show up, honey, listen, it's going to give me my best work. But if you're not this, I'm going to be so turned off and be like, listen, you know what? Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, this, this can't be life. Let's please hurry up. Like, mm-mm. And, and please, by all means, like, that whole... And I, I call... I, they, they laugh at me because even when I do, like, my live shows and things like that, um, you know, I, I reference guys as one-time chunks. You know, the ones who think they showing up laying it down, but they doing it real fast, jackrabbit thing, and, like, they is over so fast. You really only counted one pump and it's over. Like, what? Wait, huh? Is that... That's it? how she said recently on an interview how the guys um the guys 
like talk the most junk about her opposed to you know supporting her right and, and mm-hmm. I can't even talk instead of the women she get a lot of flack from grown men and it's like mm-hmm. why would you why would you even do that like I'm just I'm doing I'm doing the same thing y'all doing then she from Texas mm-hmm. you got Pimpsy Bumby I mean <laughs> Paul Wall that's just that type of city I mean that's what right. it's just like, it is it definitely is you know, you can't get you can't get past it. But I love it. Um, when we come back, I want to jump into um some more sexual health in regards to uh a couple of activities, and I'll explain more. Until then, they can, they can get Harmony and your other books on Amazon, right? Where can they find your series? At? Right now, um, right now I'm not on Amazon. I have this taken down right now okay. for when I when I drop it, but I release a new book. I like to send them out from my website. They get signed personally and sent out. So, reference my book. Right. Uh huh. Yep. Um, and again, the books come signed. You know, personally to each person that orders, and you know, it's a more personal experience. They and actually, they will be shortly. You'll be able to get back on Amazon and on Apple Books as well. And order, and um, the audio book will be coming soon as well. Oh my god! So many people have the audio book, so I have to do it. <laughs> I know that's gonna be crazy to read yeah. one thing, but the audible. Oh man! Yeah, know we ready for that one, <laughs> right? So yeah, that's that's coming next. So that that that's that's in the works now. All right, so we'll be right back right after this, guys. Don't you go anywhere. We have author, sexual therapist, and event planner, Don West, here with us on Consider This Radio. Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live every Sunday at noon on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nikia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? This your girl, Lady M, host of MHTV, and I'm kicking it with Misunderstood on Consider This. All right, guys, we are back. I am your girl, Misunderstood, and you are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And I am with Dawn West, event planner, author, and sexual therapist. Now, one thing that I want to get Dawn input on, you know, for all of my um, regular listeners, y'all know I'm like a holistic fool, okay? So I want to see if Dawn thinks some of these ideas are good or bad, okay? Um, (laughs) The first one, Dawn, will be coconut oil. Now, I don't know what these women are called, uh, period, but they're, they're the ones that like do the yoni steams. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what their names are called. But how do you feel about um, putting coconut oil either on the penis during sex and or inside of the vagina for a cleaning? Um, it definitely can be used as a lubricant, and it's a good natural lubricant if it's needed. However, I will say this as a disclaimer: 
if it is not your mate and you know you see someone that you still practice safe cycles and you're using condoms, I wouldn't advise coconut oil because it is going to compromise the integrity of the condom. So you, you definitely wouldn't want to, to pair coconut oil with condom sex. However, for a good natural lubricant, um, it is and it is safe, you know, for your vagina. So. What do you think about the Pop Rocks? Now, this is not a personal experience of mine. (laughs) But a woman did put Pop Rocks inside of her vagina. I've heard it. I've heard it before. Uh, Listen, I'm a little old-fashioned when it comes to certain things. And not only that, I'm very particular about how I treat my little pocketbook. That's what I call it, my pocketbook. Yes. Um, I, I, I treat it nice, so it treats me nice. You know, um, and, you know, as women were prone to a lot of things, bacterial infections, infections and things like that, and I don't get a lot of that stuff because I treat my pocketbook nice. So I'm not sure that I would, you know, let anybody dump some pop rocks inside of me. It sounds real cute and fun, but I'm not going to try it because, again, you know, I want to be able to, to be operable every day of the week. If, if I feel like, you know, tomorrow's the day that I need to bust it open, I, I can't be like, you know what? I'm feeling a little irritated from the pop rocks last night. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't trying that one. I ain't trying that one. <laughs> <laughs> what about using it on your man while giving um, fellatio? Now, that's the difference. I would definitely would try that. I've tried a lot of things yeah. while giving fellatio. <laughs> She like, that ain't a new one. <laughs> yeah, I've tried a lot of things. I'll give a fellatio. Just don't put none in each. But yeah, no. Um, You know, anything that's going to stimulate the, you know, the head of the penis is going to, you know, just take their orgasms, like, over the top. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, and, and, you know, as much as people talk about or put focus on deep throat, deep throat, deep throat, I mean, that's all cute, novel, and good. That's more of a visual pleasure for the man. And a mental pleasure for him knowing that you could put his own dick in your mouth, honestly. Because the nerve endings are actually, there's 4,000 nerve endings in the tip of a man's penis. So that is where you really want to concentrate on when the giving head. Um, of course, you know the vein that runs up the bottom, that's also a sensitive area. But the shaft isn't as sensitive as the head at all. So you can have anything in your mouth, especially something that's going to give you a cooling or a heated effect, like a, a cough drop or an altoid or something like that. That hot and cold effect also, when you breathe in and breathe out on it while you're sucking in and out, it's going to drive me crazy. So, yeah, all kinds of cute little candies and mint, any of that is going to heighten the orgasm for the bang. Well, that is nice to know. <laughs> What do you think about um, men that say that they don't give head? What do I think about them? Yeah, I don't. I don't think about them. I don't think about them at all. <laughs> she said, "Dawson, I don't even have a response for that nonsense." <laughs> so DJ Cal- DJ Khaled was wrong, wasn't he? Yeah. First of all, I mean, it sounds cute on tape, but they all say I've, I've I've actually heard people say that, but I don't believe them. It's I don't, I don't believe them. They say that they don't do it, but they are very... You'll have some, especially the entertainer ones. They'll say it on the radio. Like you said, it sounds cute. It sounds cute because I definitely um, had a whole Jamaican man before in my life. And sorry, he probably did some of the cast, man. 
For some people, well, no, two things. One, the grapefruit thing from Girls Trip. Do you think that that's actually a good trick, or is it a waste of fruit? It is. It is a good trick. Um, it's a cheat code. I call it a cheat code, and, and that's another thing that I talk about in a lot of my events, whether it's with the men or the women or on my shows or any of that. Um, it's cheat code. I help the men out, and I help them because. You know, the thing is, everybody doesn't know how to, you know, get foreplay. Everybody doesn't know how to, to get the best out of their sexual experience, period. So, the grapefruit is a cheat code, again, for what I was just talking about, all over feeling. Because what the grapefruit makes you feel like is it makes you feel like you're getting your dick sucked and like you're in the vagina at the same time. Because of the sponginess of the grapefruit. Mm-hmm. So... But that's the thing about that, the grapefruit thing is they have toys that do that now. They have fake vaginas now. They absolutely do have fake vaginas, but if you use a fake vagina, you can't really put your mouth on it at the same time. So the grapefruit is allowing you to... Oh, okay. So it's almost like a sleeve. Yeah, you, you cut the ends off of, you know, each side, and it's like a sleeve, basically. So you're while you're giving that good figure eight motion with the grapefruit, you still getting those nerve endings on the tip. Like I said, you're giving that that doom pleasure. It makes them feel like he's in you at the same time as, as being sucked. So that's like almost when, you know, you, you clench those walls on him while he's inside. So imagine that, but you know your mouth is going to be able to, to clench a little tighter. Right. So that's basically the feeling that he's getting from that grief. But it, it's a great cheat code. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's fun, it's cute, it's neat. Okay. And then last but not least, um, men that also like anal sex that says that they are not gay, do you think that they're really not gay and just like the pleasure of anal sex? Or do you think that they are not telling the truth, possibly? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think there, you know, maybe a a small percentage that are bi-curious. That might be why they, especially men that put extra emphasis on it. And then... I also think on the flip side, um, with anal sex, is anal sex, you know, it's going to be a tighter pull. Mm-hmm. And every woman is not as tight. So if you don't have any problems with walls, you know, you shouldn't really have a man keep on. Especially if it's not your thing. Because anal sex is with everybody. Now, I have some friends who, you know, it's be their everyday routine. You know, that's not my everyday routine. I'll go ahead and tell y'all that right now. So if y'all gonna follow me on social media because you think you're gonna stick your dick in my butt, you're not. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's one of those, you know, sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't kind of thing. But again, I feel like if your walls are tight enough, you, it's, you, you good. But again, you know, to eat their own. I, I know some guys, I do feel like if you're pressing the issue, like, damn, is that, you don't keep saying that? Like, you, you might be a little questionable. So I definitely do think that some people are a little about curious, but I don't think that it's across the board. I think some men just do what they like, and also, again, some men just like the tightness of the anal sex. All right, well, I'm not going to hold you much longer, though, but when we come back, um, I definitely want you to give out your contact information again for anybody that caught on last and upcoming projects and books, okay? So we'll be right back. Right All right, guys, we are back and y'all can go ahead to the bathroom and get you some tissue because I know this show has been a little juicy thanks to Don West <laughs> we gotta uh, wipe down right now um, so 
Before we get out of here, Don, I just want to make sure we reiterate where people can go purchase your books at, which is DonMWest.com. On here, you have your Erotic Encounters novel sign. You have Harmony, your stash stack. I think that's so cute because you can put the book inside of it. As well as your tank top. What other projects and upcoming events do you have that you can shed a light on? Well, um, the thing that I'm most excited about is I have a talk show coming up that will be airing locally out of Phoenix and is syndicated in four different cities on the West Coast. So if you're on the East Coast, you'll have to catch it once it airs on Roku TV, Apple TV, um, YouTube, things like that. But um, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I already began shooting. I've shot some of the episodes. I was out in Phoenix for two weeks doing that. I have to go back again soon to, to finish shooting the rest of the season. But I'm, I'm very excited about that. And um, for anybody who may have ever followed my Instagram live that I used to do on Tuesdays, it's a very similar form, but it's just for television. Um, so, you know, it's called Erotic Talk Live. That's the name of my show that will be airing. And so that's that's my most anticipated project right now. Okay, that has to be exciting. So, will your talk show include guests or toys, or what? What will what should we be able to see? A little bit of all of it. Um, okay. I've asked, I've, I had guests on. I'm so far the the ones the episodes that I've shot. They were guests. You know, I had a guest each. You know, show. Um, it's going to be like I said, a little bit of everything, but it's all sex, all relationships, just a, a good time. And when I film, I go live on my Instagram, mm. so that I'm getting live feedback from my viewers and taking questions and talking about them on air. So it is really fun. Mm, that has to be that has to be amazing. And I know you can't wait for it to come out. And I like that it's on all of those platforms, too. Ruku, too. That's really, really good. Yep. You'll be able to have a broader reach that way, too. Right, right. So, and that's the goal. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to just be local, locally known. I want to be global. So, somebody asked me, well, why did you not shoot out of Atlanta? Why did you shoot out of... Well, you know, the opportunity actually presented itself, you know, in Arizona and... It was basically what I've been talking about, the fact that I wanted to, to do more. Because I do travel. I do a lot of book signings and book events all over the state. But, and then that's the reason why, because I'm trying to, you know, I want to be a household name. I want people to recognize, oh, okay, I know her. Right. So, you know, that opportunity coming up in Phoenix, like, it was perfect. That's good. Well, we're definitely here to support um, whatever endeavors you got. I can't wait to... Uh, get to see when your show drops i think that's going to be dope because it's not too much like that on tv right now so you're definitely in a lane of your own which is amazing thank you thank you um just give out your social media one more time for everybody so they can um follow you and keep up with everything you got going on absolutely and just so you guys know i'm on instagram fast for for this week um i needed to, to step away and uh, decompress, <laughs> but um, I, I will be back on this Saturday. But um, if you also, if you go on my website, my website has all of my social medias there, okay. as well as please subscribe to my email list. My email list is how you stay up on all my events um, and everything that's going on. Don West, new books coming up. That that's just the best way. My email list. So again, that's www.donmwest.com. I am underscore sunshine on Instagram, Sunny West or Alder Dawn West on Facebook. 
Okay, great. Well, it was lovely having you on the show. Thank you so much. And we look forward to everything that you have coming up. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I had fun. Thank you.